Welcome to the Bigfoot Society Podcast. Join me, your host, Jeremiah Byron, as I uncover the stories behind the people who make the wonderfully weird and unexplained their life's work. We love chatting about cryptids and creatures that defy logic, but that won't stop us from having people show up that you might not expect. Check out our website, www.bigfootsocietypodcast.com. It's our base for all things social media, blogs, episodes, and everything else Bigfoot Society. Follow Bigfoot Society on Instagram to keep up to date with the community daily. If you'd like to support us and help us keep the lights on for the cost of less than a cup of coffee per month, then head on over to patreon.com forward slash Bigfoot Society, where for $5 a month, you'll get early access to the podcast before anyone else and exclusive access to our weekly Patreon-only Bigfoot Society After Dark podcast. It's where the week's guest stays on after everyone else leaves and shares their favorite creepier or cryptid story with me and you, the listener, as we're sitting around the campfire at our creepy cryptid summer camp. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash Bigfoot Society to also see all the shout out, Zoom hangout, merch discounts, and more that you'll have access to as an official Bigfoot Society card carrying member for only $5 a month. A little bit of This American Life and a little bit of In Search Of is what you're about to experience. So sit back, put your headphones on, put your phone in your pocket, and relax with your favorite beverage as I uncover the stories behind your favorite entertainers, researchers, and people you've never heard of in this episode of the Bigfoot Society Podcast. This episode, I was able to talk to Connor Anderson from the North American Bigfoot Center. Uh, Connor is just a wealth of knowledge about uh, Bigfoot, and we had some great chats about everything from what it is like working there to filmmaking his uh his love for movies um, actually you know going out and looking for bigfoot what his favorite books uh to recommend for bigfoot researchers just all sorts of cool stuff you're really gonna enjoy this episode so go ahead sit back and enjoy all right, thanks for coming back to the Bigfoot Society podcast. I have Connor Anderson with me from the North American uh, Bigfoot Center in Boring, Oregon, correct? That is that is accurate, yes. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, do you mind uh, kind of telling a little bit about yourself, Connor, and, and who it is that you are and what you do? Sure. Uh, who are we all is a question we always try to figure <laughs> out, right? So my name is right. Connor. I, I've been into Bigfooting basically my entire life, but actively doing something about it for the last 10 years, give or take. Mm. Um, I recently got a job here at the North American Bigfoot Center, which has been the the coolest thing in the history of all time, yeah. uh, because now I get to do this as my full-time job, which is so incredible. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm very lucky, very lucky. So I, uh, I think that's a, that's a pretty basic overview, I guess. Cool. Cool, cool. Sure. All right. Um, did you uh, did you grow up in Oregon then, or where is kind of your uh, home, or where did you grow up learning about Bigfoot? So I was born in California, but I've okay. spent the majority of my life in Colorado. My family moved there when I was very young, and so I kind of grew up there, hearing about Bigfoot as not a thing that was there in that state so much okay. at the time, but I, I didn't think so at least, and then. Uh, you know, my, my uncle told me a story when I was seven or eight that I remember being the thing that kind of got me into this. He found oh, cool. footprints in fresh snow in the middle of nowhere near Denny, California in the early 70s. Oh, and man. that was kind of a thing that I made me think, oh, yeah, maybe there's something actually 
to this. That's, that's a good story. And so the years kind of went on and uh, I would forget about Bigfoot here and there, mostly because I was trying to be cool in high school, which was stupid. Mm -hmm. But then uh, <laughs> I, I kind of rediscovered my love for it back in the early 2010s, okay. you know, and I picked up the old books again and I started going out looking for these things in Colorado ah. uh, because there was this TV show that came on the air around then. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Finding Bigfoot, but there's no, uh, I've never heard. Yeah, of it. it's kind of a, like an underground thing. Yeah, but it's this indie. Thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you very have to low budget it in order to find it. Yeah, right, right. Only only yeah. pirate the thing. So yeah, uh, exactly. They started talking about that. Was the first time that my mind was kind of open to the possibility of these animals being someplace other than just the Pacific Northwest, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so. I started digging into reports in Colorado and I realized that there were some recent ones. And so I went out and I started looking for stuff and it kind of snowballed from there. Wow. That is awesome. I love how it's a story from uh, a relative that got you, that got you kicked into it. Cause it's usually yeah. people will say, uh, I saw, you know, in search of, or I saw, you know, right. this or this, but it's like, it was an actual like story from a person that, that got you, uh, into it that is really really cool uh was that in northern california or uh that he saw or what uh yeah uh he it was near denny california i don't know the exact details okay. but he lived in denny and he was he had like it's been a long time i need to talk to him about it again but he basically had to park at the end of a road and then backpack to this house like mm -hmm. walk a few miles to get there and on the way back one day it had started snowing and between the time that he left and the time he got, well, <laughs> between the time he left the house and got to his car, it started snowing. And in the fresh snow, he found footprints. Wow. So it, it's not that far from Willow Creek. I mean, it's like, it, ah, it's, okay. it's far from okay. Willow Creek, but it's that sort of ballpark of a state. Yeah, you know? sure. That kind yeah. of area. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Um, I would assume that you have uh, cast footprints and, um, so when you say like you're going out and you're doing yeah. active things, like what kind of things are you, do, are you doing? I assume you're going out with Cliff. Keep these days. Mind, yeah. Yeah. I know. I know the answers to these questions, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Uh, these days. Yes. Uh, we, we go out basically again, best job in the world. Yeah. People just bring us stories all the time, Oh man, all the time. And I'm, I'm sure he mentioned this a little bit, but we get, I don't know, three or five stories a week, kind of on average. So cool. It is, you know, and, and most are months old or years old, but every now and then we'll get one that's really fresh within a day or two. And then we'll go out and uh, kind of follow up that whole investigation, do a lot of field work, you know, pour, we have, we have poured some prints. We've done some stuff like that. Uh, mm. That is the, the second thing that I've ever cast that I'm convinced is a, is a Bigfoot track. I've only, I've only pulled two ever. Okay. Which is, which is good, which is better than I thought I would do at this point, you know? Wow. Yeah. Wow. What's the first? The first was in a place. I'm trying to be vague. Uh, it's, it's okay. in, it was in Colorado. Okay. One of my, actually, I, uh, I posted something about it on the, yep. the Patreon today. So that, I went back to that location uh, last year, and I think I pulled a print from up there. Uh, I, di mm -hmm. I didn't pour that one. I'm, I'm, this is useless unless people have read that story, so I should probably 
but they can <laughs> yeah. well see here's the thing uh, if you're comfortable you sharing a little bit of that story you can but if you want to hear the really intense details you have to join the north american bigfoot center patreon and see all the photos and like connor put an excellent post up today that is just awesome well so i'm, I'm awesome. glad you enjoyed it uh there yeah. i did as i mentioned briefly in the in the post Mm-hmm. I had my my video camera with me. And so all of that is on film. And oh, cool. I've been putting that together slowly over the last few oh, years. Wow. And maybe maybe on the anniversary next year, we'll release the whole, like, here's the video of that whole thing. Because be cool. knowing me, it'll take another year to edit it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, the short version of the story is I found tracks in this really high altitude. High altitude? That's right. Sorry. It's been a long day. This, like this that, sort of yeah. high elevation... Uh, swampy meadow in Colorado that I, I found on Google Earth doing just some ah. research. I was thinking, okay. well, you know, because that's a that's a great resource, right? Oh yeah. You find I've got a plugin that shows me uh, Bigfoot sightings. Really? <laughs> like, through a couple of databases. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's Cliff cool. sent me the link to that a while ago. Um, oh wow. But I would use that in combination with my own kind of knowledge of where these things have been seen, mm-hmm. and then just think okay they need food they need water they need cover they need a place to live that's out of the way what's a good right. spot and i picked this valley kind of at random using all that and i thought okay we'll we'll go right there yeah. and within 30 minutes i found that track and i was like holy cow that no way. is impossible wow. but there nobody knows i'm here this can't be fake it was yeah, exactly it was absolutely surreal and totally it's surreal like- so that's the 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 same track that you have the photo of in that is, the yep. post. That's that one, like yeah. it's it's really really big. Like it is really big, massive. I've yeah. never I've seen a lot of pictures of like you know I think it's the fact that you actually have your footprint in it or close to it as well. Yeah, because it really like you're like whoa this is massive. Like what's right. the um, what's the um, the length of it? Do you remember? Yeah, it, it's about 18 inches, 18 yeah. or 19 inches long. Uh, it's like wow. eight inches across the ball, the foot, and seven that's across crazy. the heels. It's it's insanely huge. It's big enough that if I hadn't seen it, I would think, ah, that's a bit big for a track. Yeah. That, that doesn't seem likely because that thing must have been huge. Like oh, that, yeah. That's a big animal up there. It's a very big animal. It's yeah. a very big animal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that uh, I got lucky. I got lucky my entire mm-hmm quote-unquote Bigfooting careers has been getting lucky a little bit at a time for 10 years in a row, you know. That is really cool. Yeah. So you are, well, let's start, let's start with this. I'm curious, like, what is your day like working at the North American Bigfoot Center? Like, what is a normal day for, for Connor Anderson? How does that work out? Well, I, uh, it's, it's absolutely awesome, yeah. I think. So, you know, I, I basically run the shop open to close most days. Okay. Um, and Cliff and Melissa come as they go because they're the owners. They can show yep. whatever they want yep. for as long or as little as they feel like it. Um, and so I get everything in the museum up and running. I get all the, mm-hmm. the video displays going. I do all that stuff. I do all the online order shipping stuff. I get oh, that all wow. set. Uh, I've been doing a lot of like filling out Patreon membership forms the last couple of days, <laughs> uh, which is fun. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I open the shop and I basically work on the membership videos or blog posts on my laptop at the desk. Okay. And That's people come in and I, and I give them 
you know, the rundown, I say, oh yeah, here's the deal. Look at all this cool stuff. Go in the back if you want to, yada, yada, yada. And uh, I, I'm the guy that gets all the reports right off the front. And I've seen a lot of pictures of just shade and dark trees. A lot of pixelated yeah. pictures. You're like, <laughs> it's like, it's right there. Can you see it? No. Can, I, can you draw a red circle around that for me? Oh, yeah. 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 I, I've seen a lot of those too. So, uh, and that that's basically the entirety of the day. And then I, wow. and then that's it. Yeah. It's, it's again, it's great. So open is uh, what time's open? What time is close? We are open 10 to 5, Thursday oh. through Monday. Yeah. That's pretty nice. Yeah. It's a good deal. Yeah, so that allows you to do like, you know, weekend uh, expeditions if you want, or like, yep. you know, you could take a few hours out at, you know, after close and go somewhere. And oh yeah, I, I've done cool. pretty late uh, hikes on weekdays, you know, <clears throat> on work nights. Yeah, I'll drive up and go to a place for a few hours and drive back, and it's still, you know, a reasonable time to go to bed to get to work at ten o'clock in the morning. So it's it's a, mm -hmm. it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm curious, how long did it take? Uh, well, so I'm. Can I reference stuff in the Patreon if I'm? Yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, right yeah. No, you you can you can okay. be as specific okay. as you want because uh, awesome. like the more detail we give people, the more likely they're going to want to go see That's it, true. right? Because I I think. So one of my favorite, I I like all the stuff in there, but one of the favorite things I have is like is an ep the episode of you going on the expedition in, in the woods with Cliff. Yeah, it's okay. like really well put together, and it's kind of Thank like um, it's really. I have to be careful how I say this, but it's like if you <laughs> liked finding Bigfoot, and you like wish that. Well, it's very well done. How that like it's like hats off to you. It's very cool. Thank you very much. I like I, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. If you liked finding Bigfoot, and you're like, I wish I could watch that again, but uh, maybe with some improvements, like. It's, that's <laughs> it man it's cool and um man like the the footprint analysis video where cliff is geeking out over like i learned oh yeah more from that video it was incredible i, had, I was like right. googling stuff at the same time <laughs> re-watching it and excellent uh, it's very, that, very that cool. means we're doing our job well you yeah. know like we want yeah. these to be the best most the most highest the the most <laughs> again long day the, the highest quality videos that we could possibly make. Uh, Cause I don't think there's anything quite like this on the internet for this subject at all. Nope. And so Cliff I, and I, that I've seen. yeah. Yeah. We've spent a lot of time just sitting down over burgers and like talking this thing out and trying to figure oh, out cool. what we want to make. And we have really cool stuff I think is coming in the next, yeah. you know, That's it's awesome. only gonna get better from here. Like these oh, the totally. first five videos were the worst ones we'll ever make, you know, and it's just Which gonna get saying something because they're pretty good. Well, well, thank you. Good, yeah. Man. So we, we've um, got yeah. uh, big plans. I'm very excited. Thank you for being a member, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I was I've been waiting for a while to throw money at you guys. So <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll take good. it. You're good. Yeah. Um, if you let's see. So you've already said you're into finding Bigfoot. Does it does it blow your mind? Like, do you ever get like retros, you know, thinking retrospectively and you're like, man, I used to be into this show, like watching it all the time. And now I get to like, you know, hang out with Primo. I'm working for Cliff, but I also get to yeah. hang out with him. Like, does that yeah. just kind of blow your mind or like you try sure. not to get too far into that? Cause then it's like, takes you out of it. And you're like, you know, but, yeah, it, it's you know. weird. It, it took, uh, 
I mean, you know, Cliff's an absolutely cool guy. And I'm not saying that because I think you'll hear this. I'm saying that because he's, he's just a great guy, you know, hundred percent. Uh, and Melissa too, they're just fantastic people. And so it's really easy to just forget that he was on TV, that I spent 10 years of my life watching this guy on TV before I became friends with him because, you know, we're, we're really good friends. And so it's because he's so cool. It's easy to kind of put that aside and be like, Oh yeah, forget TV cliff. But what, what happens, this is pretty funny. Okay. So I'll spend time just, you know, hanging out with him and chatting with him. Yeah. And then we'll film one of these things and he just turns on TV clips. Yes, totally. And that is that. intimidating. The first yeah. few times I saw that, I was like, oh, oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> this is really nerve wracking. That's oh, yeah. all right. But I, I've gotten better at dealing with that. <laughs> nice. Yeah. To, um, I think uh, so. I've I've asked this question in another um, interview of it was either Melissa or Cliff. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But um, has there been anyone that co- has come into the museum where like, oh my goodness, look, that's that's like I'm not expecting you to be here because this is amazing. Anything like that? Yeah, uh, I mean, it, ha- it happens all the time, and people that's just awesome. are kind of casual about it sometimes. Yeah, um, and you don't want to like be freaking out you just right cool right yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. we had uh this was kind of a pre-arranged thing but wes summerlin's kid and grandkid were here for a thing a couple yeah. weeks ago oh man yeah a couple weeks ago that, that was cool just talking to them like yeah uh his his kid who was his yeah i forget his name uh an older gentleman we went back and we looked at the map that his dad did with paul freeman on the wall and we like talked about oh, all this man. stuff i was like that's, that's cool insanely cool uh, yeah. Jerry Cruz's granddaughter came in one day, just oh, without wow. warning. Um, Lauren Coleman's son was in about a month ago. Oh, like cool. people just people just show up. It's like, oh, okay, man, how cool is kind of it, yeah, it's very cool, surreal. <laughs> what do you find uh, people talking about in the museum about the museum when they're? Do you find them they're usually referring to like, oh, that was my favorite, or like that exhibit is, you know, there are there top exhibits you find or. Anything like that? Yeah, uh, uh, people love Murphy, right oh, off the bat. Yeah, totally. you know, it's it's hard not to. Uh, that that guy kind of steals the stage and the spotlight so, in that room so back good. there. Yeah. Um, but people are more often than not they come out and just are just impressed. Mm-hmm. I've heard people say things like, "Wow, that's you know that's really good. I wasn't expecting that sort of thing," which I oh, like. Wow. Yeah, I like the idea that people come in expecting like a. I mean, we are a roadside attraction, but like, you know, world's mm-hmm. largest ball of twine sort of thing. <laughs> and then they, they spend 45 minutes in the museum and they come out and like, wow, that was really well put together. These like, things wow, are definitely out there. Good. Yeah. 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 I, my favorite part is watching groups of people come in, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, you can tell they're all here for Carl's birthday or whatever. And yeah, and his uncle really doesn't want to be here because Bigfoot's kind of <laughs> stupid. And you can tell because they're all like grumpy in the in the yeah, yeah. Uh, gift shop and they go back and they'll come out and, and you can see them like, oh yeah, they're, they learned a thing. They're open to this idea now. And Man. Cliff has mentioned that the, the goal of the museum is to uh, cushion the blow of discovery. And I think we're doing that slowly That's one person at a time. Really so, yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, I also like, uh, he's got another quote where he says something to the effect of he wanted to make the best uh, fifth grade science experiment about Bigfoot that there ever could be, yep. which is it's, really cool. Like, yeah, that's it's, awesome. 
it's a fifth grade science project gone wrong. I've heard yeah. him say a couple of times yeah. that it's, it totally. is, it, it's perfect. It's built for all ages, all interest levels, all varying degrees of belief in the subject. You know, if you, you can walk in at any point mm -hmm. in your, in your life and learn something back here. So that awesome. that's, yeah, I'm incredibly excited and proud that I get to be a part of this thing. How do you, this is a weird question. How do you okay. uh, package a, a, a track um, casting to send to someone? A lot of bubble wrap, a yeah, lot of packing peanuts, and yeah. a lot of hoping that the mail doesn't do something yeah. bad to it. Yeah, because you're, yeah. prob you're probably shipping all over the, I would assume maybe all over the world. Yes. All over the place, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we do a lot of shipments to all, all over, basically. Uh, and we, we have a hard time keeping the footprints, the casts in stock. Like I, I sold, counting the one that I wrapped up this morning, three copies of the Gray's Harbor track today. Wow. So we've got to go pour more of those. <laughs> I, I've, sorry, I'm going to take a minute. I, yeah. I, have to, I have a question for you that is going to be outside of the podcast. Okay, uh, let me take a quick sip of this. Uh, yep, take a sip and I don't want to forget drink. I want to ask you afterwards because I don't want to like you know it's going to be off to the side sorry guys but um, <laughs> I don't want to forget it um, so you must have a background with film you've got to yes, um, can I you do. tell me about that because it's it's like you watch I watch your stuff and it's like this guy is not just like messing around in, in Windows Movie Maker in 1998 <laughs> like not you've got to have some background yeah not anymore <laughs> yeah. So what's your background with that well, I, for the longest time, that was what I was going to do with my life. I was, okay. was going to make movies um, from the age of like, I don't know, something ridiculous, tiny. I, I made stop motion films with action figures with my parents' VHS camera oh, when cool. I was probably in elementary school. Nice, uh, and so I just have spent a lot of my time making movies. I love movies. I love the entire concept of movies. Mm. Uh, when I'm not making movies, I'm writing movies. I've got five screenplays on my desktop right now that I'm working on. I mean, not really? like what we're talking, but you know, like I, I love storytelling and the whole filmmaking thing. And, uh, you know, that really kind of works well with doing this sort of work because it's, it's a good way to document what you're doing. And in the field, I mean, it kind of started cause I would bring cameras with me out there and I would just, mm -hmm. it was easier to record myself doing a thing as opposed to stopping every five minutes and writing notes down. Cause I could go back later and kind of type up a little write up of what happened. Sure. And then that just kind of bloomed into things like this and now the whole museum thing. But yeah, long story short, I got one on a tangent there. I've, I've been doing film things for a long time, as long as I have been able to, as long as I've been able to. That is cool. <laughs> End of sentence. That. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. So uh, what kind of, what kind of screenplays are you writing? Uh, right now they're, they're all over the place. Um, okay, cool. one is a sort of Raiders of the Lost Ark, Uncharted nice. vibe, okay. uh, globetrotting adventure film. One is a remake of the old 1933 King Kong, but mm. like kind of, cause I, I love that movie. Okay. Uh, I was a little disappointed in the Skull Island film that came out a few years ago and I thought to myself jokingly oh I could make a better one and then I said oh yeah I should write a better King Kong just for fun so I've been doing cool. that uh there is a there's a very serious black and white detective noir film but everyone in the movie is clowns which is really entertaining 
That's awesome. That it's, comes yeah, out in your writing in the Patreon. You, okay. <laughs> you write in that genre sometimes. I'm like, this is kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy the writing in the, yeah. the, I don't know. I, I don't like saying I think I'm funny because it sounds like I'm an asshole, but I make myself <laughs> laugh. And so I, I have a tendency right. of writing silly things. There's even been in some serious really, stuff. There's some, been some really funny moments in the Patreon uh, videos. <laughs> um, I'm glad you think so. You just got you got to yeah. see them because when you explain humor, it often doesn't work. So yep. <laughs> take my word for it. Spend spend a few bucks. Check it out. You, you'll you'll be in there forever. So, um, is uh, is there a plan to uh, what's what's are you ever going to publish those or are those more for your own enjoyment or what do you think? A bit of both for a lot of like copyright. Mm-hmm legal reasons i'll probably never make the king kong movie but it's yeah, i like true. like writing stuff uh the other ones i'm probably gonna try to make I, you know i, oh, I like cool. making short films I, I had a pretty good filmmaking team back in colorado that we would we would shoot stuff fairly oh, often really um and so at some point one we're gonna make at least one of these in the next couple of years i'll probably that have them cool. all fly out and we'll shoot a thing for a long weekend and go from there but yeah are there um I half know the answer to this one. So, are there are there uh, are films that you've made out there that we can watch in any, you know, outside of the Patreon stuff? Yeah, yeah, there are some. Um, not all the good ones are out there, but okay. there are some that are out there. Okay, uh, I'm curious to know what half of the answer you know. I, I uh, think I found one on YouTube today. Oh, that's very possible. Yeah, it's that's like it's possible. called The Hunter. Uh, the hunted, yes. Yeah, the hunted. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That, cool. So that you found my YouTube channel then, and that's that's oh, okay. where a lot of them are. Um, All right, cool. And there's there's some good stuff on there, and there's also stuff on there that definitely only belongs on the internet and should never be nice. seen in like a professional <laughs> setting. But you know, <laughs> yeah. Funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, you said you enjoy uh, storytelling. Do you see uh, storytelling playing a part in the uh, Bigfoot Center? in any way or how does to it yeah i think so i mean in kind of all of the little facets of what i do it kind of it bleeds Mm -hmm. in like with the uh the patreon is a great example you know oh yeah true doing any sort of documentary filmmaking Mm -hmm. is just impossible unless you can making make up a story is the wrong phrase but unless you can kind of find the narrative arc through whatever happens that's you're true. just going to end up with 19 hours of useless footage. And so mm. that background of storytelling that I've been working on forever really helps in this sort of thing. It, it's funny. I have a, a large collection of totally useless skills and this job uses every <laughs> single one of them. And I, it's like, okay, you do cool. have a lot of skills from what I've picked yeah. up, which is like, <laughs> actually I was talking to, um, uh, it was either Cliff or Melissa, and it was mm-hmm. like literally no one else could do the job. That it's like you are specifically the person for the job that has to be done. Like it it does it does feel like you. that. Yeah, but yeah, like, they, they, I don't think they talk anyone very else could do it. Me. Yeah. It's it's weird. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, again, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. I do okay. feel like this job was built for me before yeah. you know before I was even a part of this thing. So it was uh, got lucky. That is cool. Yeah. So I would say, well, I'm not going to assume, but I, I assume that Bigfoot is your um, your your favorite cryptid. Or yeah, maybe. 
I yeah. would. Uh, it's the only one that I legitimately think exists. Ah, okay. But I am a big fan of. I mean, we were just talking about King Kong. I love the idea that dinosaurs are still around. I don't oh, think I they love are. That too. My goodness. But I, yeah, that'd be so cool. Yeah. Uh, Mothman is fun. I like the Mothman so a lot. Mothman is weird, dude, because it's yeah. like you go to certain. We are going to go Tangent City right now. It's going to be. Let's awesome. do it. So let's do it. It's like you go to different um, places mm-hmm. in our culture right now, and Mothman is a different person to a sure. different thing to different people which is pretty cool you know like yeah. my goodness if you go looking at mothman stuff on tiktok it's like saddle up partner because it's gonna get wild <laughs> like he, he really is um he's almost like the uh the mascot or leader of certain subcultures which is really cool you know, like that's, that's awesome funny. but yeah that's one of the things where I was, like i've always wanted to go out to the um the mothman museum and Me too. Like, that's on the list and yeah um i have you ever gotten out to like um mothman festival or anything like that i have that? not i have not it, oh, it's man. way up on my list though and someday I, yeah. you know like if covid goes away which hopefully it does but, yeah um next year's mothman F- festival is going to be nuts because it's like yeah. some it's a big anniversary and that's like this year didn't happen but it's going to be just 20 wild and crazy 21 what would that have been because all the mothman stuff was 67 so maybe uh mm-hmm Okay, I'm really bad at math in my head right now. But yeah, it could be a good anniversary, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you, um, have you gone to uh, any festival? Just curious, have you gone to any festivals over the years? Like any of the... The, so I, uh, I've been to two okay. Bigfoot festivals. I had planned on going to four, but the other two got canceled this year. Sure. Um, the Oregon Bigfoot Festival oh, man. here yeah. in Oregon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, last year I went there. That was great. Mm-hmm. And then there was a a smaller festival in Estes Park, Colorado, mm. also last year that I went to. Okay. Um, back in I don't know March, April, sometime last yeah. year. Uh, those are the only two I've been to, and I I I saw Dr. Meldrum do a great presentation on like oh. bears versus Sasquatch and how their footprints That's don't cool. line up and all. Yeah. Uh, so that was great, but festivals are, I don't know, they're cool. They're fun. I like them, mm-hmm. but they're not really my, they're not my jam as it were. Okay. You know, I'd rather just, uh, I don't know. I'd rather just like sit down and just talk with somebody about the subject than that's cool. And wade through piles and piles. of. Yeah. I, I, I like them. Well, I've really only been to one. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to, cause we have the van meter visitor festival because I'm in central Iowa. It's like okay. 20 minutes away from me, which is a really fun time, but it's really small. But it's a fun like networking. Like I I, yeah. like, I think the conferences are great because it's like you get, well, I mean, um, STM wouldn't be what it is today if Mark and Seth had never met at a restaurant right. in um, the Ohio Bigfoot Conference in 2000 sure. and yeah. whatever, five or, well, uh, 14, 2014. Yeah. Okay. Leave us yeah. around there. But yeah, I mean like these, you, you meet these people and it could totally, you know, change right. your, your future. That, that's the best part about it. Um, mm-hmm. when I went to the Estes Park one, like I said, I saw a, a Dr. Meldrum do a presentation, but he and I had met the year before on an expedition out here. 
So I just kind of like we just kind of hung around and chatted and like talked Monty really Python cool. and Star Trek and stuff at the festival waiting. For oh really? Is he happen. like yeah. a big? Uh... Oh, he's a huge Trekkie. Really? Huge Trekkie. So yeah, cool. he's he's the coolest you. guy in the world. That'd be yeah, you'd you'd like That'd it. That'd be fun. He uh, this is my favorite Doctor Meldrum okay. story. Right, uh, so we were talking Monty Python, and he said his fa- his favorite sketch was the one where John Cleese walks around funny, but he couldn't remember the name of it which is Ministry of Silly Walks. Right, yeah, yeah, So yeah. he said, I really enjoy the Ministry of Peculiar Gates. And it's like, that's <laughs> that's the most Dr. Meldrum thing I've ever heard. That is that very, yeah, yeah, that's very yeah. much. Yeah. He's great. He is great. I know, that is cool. Um, have you had like any, since you're, so I guess, um, are people starting to like recognize, like you get, Ah, this is gonna come across weird, but it's like he goes to like a Bigfoot thing, and you're, people are like, "Oh my goodness, it's Connor Anderson from the Bigfoot Center." Has that happened yet, or like it'll probably happen eventually down the road? It, it hasn't like, really you happened still, yet. You can be you know? undercover still, which is kind of yeah, cool. which yeah. I like. Every now and then, somebody comes in the museum here, and yeah. uh, you know, they, they I'm wearing a mask all day; they can't see who I am. Oh, that's true. And every now and then, they're like, "You sound really familiar. Hmm. What? Where do I know your voice from?" I'm like, "I don't know." I just have one of those voices, I guess, because I, I like doing that, you know. So it, nobody's nobody's like chased me down or any of the weird stuff. Not yet. I hope. Yeah. It, I don't know. I don't think it'll happen, but who knows? We'll see what happens. Yeah, maybe someday. Is yeah. Boring like a really small town? What What is the town of Boring like? Like explain that to me. Well, What's the it? town of Boring uh, lives up to its name. It's about a mile okay. in that direction. We are technically yeah. in Boring, but we are in unincorporated Boring here. It's like a, it's a small town, you know, little tiny mountain town. It's nice. It's, it's really nice. It's got some good like coffee okay. shops and stuff in the town. But oh, really? Nice. Okay. I only really go to the town proper when I'm driving through it to go to the mountains. Mm. Um, but uh, the whole area around here is really great. Like a lot of little small yeah. towns, like little farms, trees everywhere. You know, we, we've, we've had reports of Sasquatch crossing the road within five miles in either direction of the highway here. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So it's, that blows my mind. It is. An, it's insane. Yeah. It's so that's cool. like, um, I grew up in new England and it's mm-hmm. like, we would have uh moose go through our backyard all the time. And yeah. It's, maybe it's similar to that. You don't know. Right. Yeah. Just, and yeah. Yeah. It's just a part of life for some people around here and they don't make a big yeah. deal out of it, which is, cool. which is cool. Uh, so you guys are, are you uh, relatively close to Portland or you're east of Portland, right? Yeah, we're southeast by okay. probably 45, 50 minutes from like downtown, downtown. Man, that is so crazy. That blows my mind to think that, because we visited out there, but I think like 45 minutes outside of Portland, you could be in an mm-hmm. area where it's like, it's pretty, I'd say, squatchy. Like, yeah, that's yeah. crazy, man. In 45 minutes in almost any direction, you can get to a oh, spot really? where, oh, oh yeah. That, okay. Yeah, okay. it's 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 pretty cool. It's yeah, Dude. this that's why I moved out here. You know, <laughs> more power to you, because um, um, yeah, single guy, right? Yes. Cool, cool. Yes. that means you could be like, it's squatching time. Let's go. I love it. Sure, it is. Yep. It, there's a lot of uh, great perks to living by yourself, yeah. and one that's of those cool. is I'm just going to go hiking for four hours tonight and not worry about telling anybody because. I don't, because I have the one key to my house. No problem. Right. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> um, actually, so is 45 minutes, that? what's the closest to Portland you could get and it could become squatchy? What do you think? 
Uh, we're, we're, we're probably pretty close without like pulling up a map. I would have to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got a picture of our sighting map from downstairs on my phone. So if I can stall long enough to find this photograph, <laughs> I can tell you. Let's see. Uh, so there are. Okay, so if we're 45 minutes from Portland there, mm -hmm. that might be 20 or 30 minutes west. Oh goodness. Like there are big siding clumps wow. on both oh. sides of the city. Really? Yeah. yeah, out on the coast range and then here on the, in the Cascades. So it's, those are, mm -hmm. they're all over the place. And they come a lot closer to towns than people realize. Mm -hmm. And it also helps that the, the, the towns here are like in and right up against the forest. So they don't have to like walk across a field for three miles to get into town. You know, it's just, you could cut across green belts and probably get from mm -hmm. here to the coast without being seen if you wanted sure. to. Um, so hearing all these stories and taking the data and putting them on maps, mm -hmm. are you starting to see uh, trends emerge of like, oh, that makes sense because it's in that type of area or it's around like, you know, maybe a, a food source or have you noticed any, that thing being some data. yeah yeah so you can really tell where it seems to be where they have been in the past they'll be now okay. you know not like in the exact same spot right but it seems like whatever however these family groups work you know maybe two or three of them they'll stay in the same valley and then when the little ones grow up, they stay in that same valley. And then when, if they have kids, it seems to be like that. Cause you can find valleys here with just like siding report after siding report going back into the 1920s, really? even like oh, wow. the, uh, yeah, it, it's insane. Like it's, it's such a weird thing. Um, but they do seem to stay relatively close to where they always happen, which blows my mind. Cool, man. Yeah. That's so cool. What are your um, <clears throat> What are your top uh, books that you like to read or reference uh, to do with um, to do with Bigfoot and that category? Well, uh, since we were just talking about it, the Oregon Bigfoot Highway is really good. It's yep. uh, like I just said, just full of information. It's a great starting point to kind of see what's been going on and uh, you know use that research to kind of find good spots of your own. So I like that. Uh, there's a lot of really interesting behavior things in that book too, from witness reports mm -hmm. that I like. Uh, so that one's good. I really like Dr. Meldrum's book for a thousand reasons. You know, Legend Meets Science yep. is kind of the book to read if you're starting out. Totally. Uh, <clears throat> I, I try to read that once a year. It's just about the time of year to read it again, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Grover Krantz's book is good. Uh, both of Dr. Bindernoggle's, I think, are my, okay. if we had to pick favorites, Meldrum's book and then Dr. Bindernoggle's books after that. Cool. Those are my my three favorite That's books. Cool. And those last two are hard to find now, it seems like. Um, so, I've noticed that they are, ex some of those are extremely expensive on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're up, out of print. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. So we're kind of trying to find a somebody like a publisher that's printing those still so we can sell them here in the store for not a few hundred dollars uh there, but uh, there's a hold on yeah. we'll see let me make a note okay 
I will, yeah. I will take that, another that's sip. A good, I, that's a good idea. I like that idea. Yeah. Um, man. Uh, okay. Sorry. My mind is totally. I, I think of mine too. crazy stuff all the time and then I yep. forget it. It's probably I, I, a condition, but um, <laughs> this has been awesome, awesome fun. Um, what's on your bucket list? Uh, what's on your Bigfoot bucket list? Like I'm, I'm assuming that like a lot of stuff that has happened since you were working at the museum, that's probably really cool. Is there anything yep. that like is still on the list? Like, Oh, I still want to go do this or like what's, What's your goals when it comes to top of my bucket list? I want to see one broad daylight 30 feet away. Like that's, it's never going to happen, but that's, that's top of the list. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I have not been to Skookum Meadows yet. Mm. I want to go up there. Okay. Where they pulled the Skookum cast. I just, I want to check that off my list. Totally. I, uh, on that, probably that same weekend trip or whatever, I'm going to go to, the i'm going to go to ape canyon check that out okay uh so mark marcel yeah the guy who found where the cabin was yep uh he was in the shop a couple weeks ago i've I've talked with him a bunch cool uh and i can neither confirm nor deny i felt part of a saw blade that was recovered from the ruins of that cabin which (laughs) yes you know uh which is pretty fun that is so cool so i want to go up there i want to go check that out there are, I don't know. I think those are like the top of my list right now. That's cool, man. I just, I, I would, I'd like to pour some actual good tracks. I'd like to find a good track line and cast four mm-hmm. or five in a row. That would yep. be awesome. That would be cool. I, I'd like to film one. <laughs> that would be great. Oh, yeah. You know, but I'm not going to hold my breath on that. <laughs> so there's a lot of the, the usual Bigfoot stuff on the list, but uh, right. I, I like the history and there's a lot of Bigfoot history around here. So I've got to oh, yeah, dude. Like, check all that out. You're a very a smart guy to figure out what you're into and then to find a way to put yourself in the middle of it. It's yeah. the smartest thing ever. I, totally. Like, like, like I've said cool. a thousand times and I'll say it a thousand more times. I got really lucky. This whole thing just kind of fell into my lap at the right time, you know, and it's just, it, everything worked out. Uh, yeah. so, and yeah, from, from here, I could drive six hours in any direction and, and get to any of the biggest, best big footing so places cool. in the country and Canada, you know, like it's, it it's even, all like right uh, here. I, I would assume like Willow Creek is, is probably a far drive, right? That's yeah. probably a haul. But it's you've got probably, else, yeah. I don't know for sure. It's probably, it's probably six or seven hours from here. Oh, to, I drive that and it, I drive that on yeah. a Saturday for Uber, dude. Yeah. Come on, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be a piece awesome. of cake. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, thanks for coming out. Like, this has been yeah. super, super fun. I've um, enjoyed it. Yeah. What are the ways that, um, <clears throat> first off, are there any questions that I haven't asked you that I should? Uh, um, anything. I don't know, it's a weird question to ask, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like we've covered all the anything that I thought might come up. You know, there's Perfect. nothing that I'm itching to. I mean, I have one good spooky story, but I was going to save that for the after show. Yeah, let, let's so, save that yeah, for yeah. the after show. 
Yeah. Don't worry. That that's coming. Yep. Um, so <laughs> what are, what are the ways that, uh, I have a feeling that people are starting to, uh, to learn who you are and what are the ways that, uh, usually have people follow you to keep in touch with, uh, what you're doing? Well, I, uh, I have a Twitter account, oh, yep. it's, which I, I'm, I don't use very often, but it's, I use it so not often that I forget what my user, I think it's Connor W. Anderson on Twitter, right? I think you're right in it. I'll put it I in think the so? show notes. So okay. You're good. See, I'm very bad at this. I know yeah. that uh, on Instagram, I'm just Connor Anderson Bigfoot Okay. because I was Colorado Sasquatch, but I don't live there now. So that was kind of, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. I had to fix that. And uh, through the North American Bigfoot centers, any of their pages, you can also, if you're looking for me, you can go through that way Perfect. too. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Connor, thanks for uh, coming on. We'll have to uh, catch up with you maybe in a year or so and kind of see what's going on up there uh, with you guys in the North American Bigfoot Center. But uh, sure Connor's going to uh, stay on for an uh, extra few minutes and uh, share some, uh, he's got some extra stories, maybe something spooky. We'll see. You never know. But uh, if you want to hear the uh, extra stuff for uh, Bigfoot Society After Dark, you can join uh, our Patreon go to bigfootsocietypodcast.com patreon's up in the corner and it's five dollars a month helps us keep the lights on so again thanks for coming on connor it's been a good yeah, time i i enjoyed it thank you very much and whenever you want to talk just let me know i'll uh cool i'll keep you updated all right talk to you guys later well thanks again to my friend connor anderson from the north american bigfoot center for coming on to chat uh on the bigfoot society podcast had a really great time getting to know him and I'm sure we'll be chatting again with him uh, in the future no doubt uh, again if you want to find out more uh, check out the show notes um, North American Bigfoot Center is uh, the main hub to get that uh, info and then you can check out Connor's uh, personal uh, social media pages as well uh, he puts a lot of really cool stuff up there uh, also uh, if you're looking for a cool, th this is going to be an ad, guys. Like, uh, <laughs> hey, check this out. If you like uh, cryptid-themed objects, why not get a box of them every month? Uh, you can do that with Cryptid Crate. Uh, just uh, go to the URL, bigfootsocietypodcast.com forward slash cryptid crate. Uh, if you get a subscription uh, from that URL then it helps support the podcast. Uh, also, if you use the code Bigfoot Society, B-I-G-F-O-O-T-S-O-C-I-E-T-Y, all caps, get 10% off the first month of any new subscription to the uh, Cryptid Crate. Uh, you get a lot of cool stuff in there, a new box every month, and you get everything from like some, sometimes you get a shirt, you get a DVD, you get a book, you get a sticker, you never know what you're going to get. But it's going to have an awesome uh, something to do with cryptids and cryptozoology. So go ahead, check out my uh, my buds, my pals over at uh, Cryptid Crate. That's BigfootSocietyPodcast.com forward slash Cryptid Crate. I also want to take a few minutes to uh, thank the supporting members of the Bigfoot Society Patreon. We have Surfetes, uh, Josh Sewich from the Starfall Collective on Twitch. We have Greg Morrill from the Indiana Road Trio. With Coco Van Boxtel from Strange Little Lands. We have Tate Hieronymus from the Bluff Creek Project Podcast. Uh, newly on iTunes in other uh, podcast venues. So check it out. Uh, 
And if you're not a Patreon member and you're just a listener, thanks for taking your time out of your busy day and spending some time with us. Uh, go ahead and uh, subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Leave a review on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, and uh, your preferred podcast platform. And um, if you have any stories, you can give us an email at bigfootsociety@gmail.com. And again, check out the articles we have and more preferred book lists at BigfootSocietyPodcast.com. You can always go to Instagram at Bigfoot Society. And we have a TikTok now. It gets pretty crazy there. Bigfoot.Society at Bigfoot.Society. Again, keep on squatch a roo squat a diddly do. All right.